Mandy. I, I think mean, that's you, Katie. <laughs> you I know, can't see you. I don't know. I, I was having trouble earlier on my Zoom class, and so I decided to restart before we recorded. And Lord help me if it's not just taking my picture every few seconds, and it's never in a flattering <laughs> stance or pick. It's just terrible. So though. Uh, it's very, I mean, it, it's something. So I'm on, there we go. There's a good picture. I'm just, okay, that's good. That's, you know. Anyway, thank you, Betty, for your patience. Um, it has been, I'm glad I found my person. Um, I'm back in school, so it's been quite the week. I was doing school stuff till nine o'clock last night, and I was very tired. Uh, but it's good to be back. It's really good to be back. This is Mandy struggles. Um, so I'll go ahead and start since Mandy. Sorry, I was messing with my microphone. <laughs> Mandy's microphoning. What I was, if you follow us on at all, well, at all, but then we talked about it last week, you will know that Mandy got stuck in an elevator. <laughs> yes, she did. And so I was on the um elevator to the basement floor of the library the pitts theological library at candler school of theology actually i was trying to come back upstairs i had finished my online class and that i take when i'm on campus i was trying to come back up and i got on the elevator because yes i'm lazy i don't go upstairs unless i have to and i also didn't have on stair shoes um i had on some, some heels and so I got on the elevator and it started dinging at me and the door closed and I pressed the button and nothing happened. And I was like, Oh, Mandy, uh -oh. I swear to you, you have rubbed up your bad mojo is rubbed off on me. So I hit uh -huh. the door open button and thankfully I could get it open just enough <laughs> to get back out before it closed again oh lord elevators so, i know I, I took the stairs up and i turned my little key card in uh for my study room and i said y'all i almost got stuck on the elevator they said oh again and i was like whoa <laughs> whoa something you need to disclose to people seriously um, so I was not very happy about that. Um, and I was, um, using, uh, what I like to call the water closet before I went home because <clears throat> it's a long drive and, um, I got my dress tucked up in my, my, my <laughs> underpinnings. It was actually tucked up in the belt that I, anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, and it made me think, <laughs> right. <laughs> It made me, I, I was yeah I had, it was cold I had a lot of underpinnings up under there who the hell are underpinnings like in a water closet y'all Katie went to pee and her dress got stuck in her drawers well it made me think I haven't told some of my favorite stories about working at the lizard on here which is Geico yep that I <laughs> Um, I went to an interview one time with my dress on backwards. 
<laughs> and who were you interviewing? I was interviewing for a promotion to be a supervisor, and it was with so the you sport. were interviewing with your boss, and yes. your dress was on backwards, and it was on backwards, and she that is one. very well put together. Oh yeah, one of those, one of those, and um, she called me <laughs> to her office afterward. I didn't get it that time. I knew I wasn't gonna get it, but I put in for it anyway. That's one of those things in the corporate world. You just if you eventually want something, you throw your name out there. And so I did. And I went in, she said, well, I'm not going to give you the job this time, but I really think you've got potential to be a supervisor. So keep working, blah, blah, blah. And I said, is it because I didn't have my dress on straight? And she about fell out of her chair. <laughs> she really did not know what to do with me. And so um, anyway, yep. And then that same dress, the same dress, mm -hmm. Got tucked up in my pantyhose one day when it was really cold outside. I was wearing, um, I was wearing uh, tights, um, and I never wore that dress again. I threw it away. It was not a fancy <laughs> dress, but I thought two strikes and you're out. So this dress has one strike. Listen, I'm just impressed you're putting on a dress and heels. Well, the other part of my day yesterday was that. Um, my, my bishop was there. Your bishop, who is also my bishop, was on campus yesterday. And I was a deacon in the chapel yesterday. And so I feel like when I'm serving communion and when my boss is boss is there, when my big boss is on campus and his wife was with him as well. And she's always very well put together. I feel like I got to look nice. Heels though, man. Well, I, I wear more, oh gosh, I wear more wedges. <laughs> I'm trying to get my camera to work and the pictures just keep getting worse. I don't know why <laughs> I'm doing this anyway. And I'm, and I'm nice and I don't take screenshots of them to post on Instagram later. <laughs> oh, don't worry. I'm sure I will get one of my own self. <laughs> so anyway, that was my day yesterday and it was just great. Listen, I almost got stuck in the elevator and had my underpinnings get all bungled up with my dress. I want January to be gone from here. Earl, you ain't good. I saw a meme that was said something about, so how's your January? And it said it was a it was an it was a it was a long year. <laughs> it was like the 45th day of January. I saw one real similar. It was like, well, on this 45th day of January, I was still cold. <laughs> I mean, mercy, y'all. I know, right? Mercy. Yeah. Um, well, listen, I'm glad you got out of there without Look. showing your boss your ass. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Could you even imagine if the bishop... <laughs> I relate to all of this because it all sounds like something I would do, for oh, sure. Lord. For sure. Although, like, I just... It makes me laugh because I can... It, it just makes there there's certain people in life who are always so well put together oh, oh yeah just not so me. well coiffed yep and their hair's never messed up and they're never like goofy and like yep. i don't get it not i don't me. get it at all no cannot relate well um i had a little reprieve from the craziness and went to saint simon's yeah um, I want to round hear all two, about that. Round two of the trip to St. Simons was complete.
heated um, on Friday afternoon. And, you know, it's been cold here, too. About the time I got on the Sydney Lanier Bridge, it was 70 degrees. The sun was shining. It was just gorgeous. Mm -hmm. And so... As you were leaving. My favorite... No, no. When I was arriving. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Um, And my favorite thing to do in those points in time is to roll down the windows and blast some Jason Isbell. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's what I did driving into town. So that was nice. Um, And we just hung out for a while at the house. And then we went to a nice dinner at Ember, um, which is always a good bet on the island. I have not been there before. It's great. It's in a strip mall. And so you're sort of like, what? But they have really good food. Um, to go there now. I highly recommend the uh, I don't know if they call it the green I think they call it the green pizza um, okay but it's basically like a pizza with salad on top love it so good um, the first time we ever the, the first time my peaches text thread um, first time we ever all went to dinner was at Ember and we all got that and so now it's like our tradition so love it um yeah and then saturday morning we got up and jim being the overachiever that he is had uh built a fire in the fireplace it was no longer 70 degrees um but he had built a fire in the fireplace and had made breakfast some marsh hen meal grits look they're so good yeah Yep, they were delicious. And some bacon and some yogurt and fruit. I think Birch did the yogurt and fruit. Um, Jim did the rest. Uh, But we just had a leisurely morning. And then Birch and I loaded up and headed over to Sea Island. And she and I had a spa day, which was lovely. Um, I will say we got there, I think, (laughs) listen... A true friend, because if you don't, for those of you that don't know, Sea Island Club is a, um, there's a hotel, but it's also like a club. And um, so you can't go over and do anything unless you are a member of the club or are with a member of the club. Um, And so Birch was kind enough to get her eyebrows waxed so that I could get a massage. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> the sacrifices we make for you mandy are if that's not true friend i don't know what is astronaut um, in fairness birch's favorite part of a spa day is the like she likes the treatment well enough but she really likes all of the other stuff mm. like the steam room and the hot tub and you know she likes just the lounging and all that so it, it was a sacrifice but it was also she got to do some of her favorite things too so um but I think her appointment was at like 10 30 maybe um and so we got there you know earlier than most and by the time we left there must have been at least three girls groups there really with like six or seven women in each group it was crowded up in there but it was fine we got she she knows the secret hot tub in the fitness area which is not in the spa area so anyway we had a we had a good time i mean um, i think everybody in their life needs a secret hot tub 
was it might have been populated with some older men um but that's okay we that's we right. held our own and and <laughs> I bet they loved y'all <laughs> we didn't talk to them <laughs> oh oh and then we got home and had just enough time to get dressed before some friends came over to have a cocktail before the uh oyster roast um and again our buddy Jim, I tell you what, he was overachieving all weekend. He he used to be Birch and I would always her birthday is February second, Groundhog's Day. Um, and mine is February seventeenth. And so it used to be that she and I would get together in early February every year and do something. And uh, a couple of years ago, Jim was gonna take her on a trip, but he texted me and he was like, Don't plan anything for her birthday. <laughs> like, don't do it, don't do it okay fine uh, but anyway so I think he's sort of like over overachieving to treat us as our because this has kind of become our birthday get together um but he had all the stuff laid out for the um cocktail hour he's just it was great good job Jimbo good job um man. but yeah and then so our the peaches text thread which is two of Birch's childhood friends um, said they all three grew up in St. Simons. Our friend Casey still lives in St. Simons. She's the one that makes the amazing cookies. Oh, um, yeah. And then our friend Allison, who lives in Brooklyn. Um, and so it was them. And well, no, Casey's husband couldn't come because she had to take one of their boys to a birthday party. But Allison's husband, Dan, was there. And then Birch's neighbors were there. Um, so it was good. It was fun. Um, and then we headed to the oyster roast, which was amazing as always. We had a, um, we picked up Casey's husband, Eric on the way and Eric had a great idea because it sort of set up like a, um, their, their other food tents set up all around the perimeter of the park. Mm -hmm. And last year we kind of went to all of those and then we went and ate oysters. But Eric was like, what are we doing waiting in line for this other food that we can get anytime? Let's go eat some oysters. Let's do it. <laughs> so that's what we did we camped out at the end of our table it was cold it's right yeah. there on the river um and so it was really cold with that wind coming off the water but it yeah. was a beautiful night and we ate lots of oysters and had a great time and then I got up the next morning and drove home so it was good um yeah was glad to do it had a good had a good time had a good visit good quality time with some good friends so um, got home in time to watch some football. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure everybody in the world has seen all the Kelsey antics. Um, <laughs> I love those men so much. And I, I haven't listened to the podcast yet. Have you listened to it? New Heights? Yeah, I, listened, I listened to it this morning. Saving it for the car. Cause you know, I'm in the car so much now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So um I'm saving it for tomorrow morning for the car. So I can't wait to listen. But um they're just you know Jason Kelsey is just a girl dad no matter where he goes and it's so cute. Yeah. 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 He did he did say on the podcast that uh Kylie had said to him, You be on your best behavior because we're meeting Taylor for the first time. And he was like 
listen, he said, he said he gave her a heads up that he was going to take his shirt off and jump out of the suite. And she was like, don't you dare. <laughs> and we see what happened. <laughs> well, a lot of people are saying, which I really thought it was ironic as well, that everybody gets so mad that everybody shows Taylor. But when Jason Kelsey's up there with his shirt off acting a fool, everybody's like, oh, that's great. Well, we all know why everybody's you getting mad about Taylor. Taylor. I also sure. think that still a hundred percent Kylie Kelsey would be our friend because that chick was just in a t-shirt and some bean boots and leggings. And I yeah. love her so much for that. Yeah. 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 That was awesome. So that was good. So I did that and just working. I, I did have another thing I don't understand. Yeah. Uh, I don't understand up, this either. There's this, I, keep, I think it's the New York Times maybe that keeps posting an article about these people who paid to go on a three-year cruise. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I, I don't. I don't. I don't think I want to go. I mean, three hours is going to be my max. Yeah. You a know. three-hour tour. Yeah, that's really about it three days not into it i'm not into cruising i don't think three years there's no Forget way about it there's no way um one of my favorite nicknames for the old people um old people oh it's the old people home in macon carlisle place as um they call it the cruise ship you could never get off and that was my grandmother's worst nightmare. So she never moved out there, even though all her friends wanted her to. She was like, I don't want to be with those people all the time. And I totally respect that and get it. And I feel like it's the same thing. Like, what if I don't like you anymore and want to get off the boat? Like, there's, you can't. I mean, it's like, did you ever do study abroad? I did not. When I did study abroad, I studied in Dublin and Prague. And we, the first weekend we were in Dublin, eight of us rented two cars and drove down the west coast of Ireland. And that's like, that's as close to a cruise as I'm like yeah. ever going to get because I was stuck with these people yeah. in this small space at their whim. And yeah, like we, it, yeah. we called it, like we contemplated reverse survivor reverse survivor right um and just would leave people as we we wanted to we didn't <laughs> we didn't actually do it but i was in an hour and 20 minute class yesterday and there was a girl i swear to you that was crawling all over my last nerve and it was only an hour and 20 minutes <laughs> right i just the idea i mean it's sort of like white lotus it's sort of what makes white lotus so funny uh, have you watched white lotus oh no, i need to oh my god katie you have okay. to watch white lotus. all right i'll put it on my list okay uh but it's the same sort of idea these people you're thrown in with these people for you know they're just staying at the same hotel for yeah. a weekend or whatever but you're like stuck with these personalities and to be on a boat for three years like mm -mm. no mm -mm. no yeah no, so. I think part of it too is that we've been single too long. <laughs> Thousand percent. I guess my papa used to tell us that all the time. Y'all yeah. better find you somebody because you won't get so set in your ways. <laughs> well, it's going to take somebody real special, real special. Well, as Mary Englebright says, 
takes a mighty good husband to be better than no husband at all. Amen. Um, and then the sad part is all these people like invested their whole life yeah. savings into yes. buying this cruise and got snickered out of it. But how much? Never mind know that, how much it was. Don't. Oh, a lot. I'm right. A lot. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway. So that's all I have to say about that. I love that. I love that. <laughs> um. So I you. I just, the Olympic moment this week, you know, I think we need to just give up the ghost that we were only going to do this intermittently. Like we're in the season now. <laughs> it's on like Donkey Kong. It's on. And because there's so many good things on right now, this is normally, you know, after the Super Bowl and between college, for me, between college football and um, like baseball and the Masters, college baseball and the Masters. There's not much to watch because I'm not a real huge basketball fan, although Auburn's doing real well this year. So I've been watching a couple things here and there. So there's normally a dry spell. Well, let me tell you, right now there's all kinds of good stuff. Olympics uh, related. Some of it's summer, getting us ready for um, this summer. Some of it's just fun um, winter sports that, you know, will tide us over to the next Winter Olympics, which low-key are my favorite. Even though I don't like snow, I don't live near snow, I don't want to be in the snow, I've never made a snowman, like I don't, that's not my jam. But I like the Winter Olympics because I think I can be a ski jumper, just saying. Um, so um, I just wanted to give y'all a couple options that I have seen out in the world that you could watch to get yourself prepared. Um, so the first is right now, and I've been watching it on social media, but I have not watched it because I, I think Gangwon is in like South Korea, maybe. Um, but the Youth Olympics happen every year because it's such a short window of age that they're qualified to do it. And so they're on until February 1st. So what you could do is get a good um, snippet of who may be coming up in the Olympics to come. Um, so we can already get to know some of our people. Um, the figure skating nationals, which are always a favorite for me, are the 25th. So tomorrow through the 28th on NBC. Um, so that'll be a good thing to watch. One thing that I love, especially on the socials, is watching college gymnastics. You know, not to brag, but Suni Lee went to Auburn after winning her gold medals and got us a, a heap of awards at Auburn before she stepped back so she could go to the Olympics again. Um, so... You know, I follow all the Auburn gymnastics stuff, but now is the meet time. Um, gym dogs, if you're a Georgia fan, they're in full swing. Like it's it's getting to be a good fix and uh, for your gymnastics stuff. I saw um, a clip on Instagram, and I can't remember. I don't even know that I noticed who it was where she was a gymnast, but it was a girl getting ready to do her floor routine, and she's like standing in the corner, and there's a woman behind her like perform it's like a you yeah. know parents with their little yeah. kids is what it looked like 
woman was doing every move and yeah. singing the song it was cracking me up yeah i know right isn't that great but there's some just because they're not necessarily on the olympic team they are some amazing gymnasts who are in college right now and so highly encourage you to catch those a lot of them are on espn and the sec network um, depending on your team and all the things so always be on the lookout for those and then the one that really caught my eye was our skiing, downhill skiing phenom and queen of all she surveys, Michaela Schifrin. And I probably butchered the way I spelled her name. But Michaela Schifrin is, if you've watched the Olympics at all, she's been in the Olympics several times now. That girl won her 95th World Cup. And has been on 150 World Cup podiums. How is that possible? And 95 of them are wins. How is that possible? Well, the World She's Cup. She's not 111. Uh, well, it's not yearly. It's like World Cup is uh, different events. So there could be 10 or 12 events in a season. Who the hell can be, who the hell can <laughs> I win? Ten events in a world cup. I mean, she's like 18. She's real young. She's real young, but she wins multiple events and multiple World Cup events every season. Wow. So she's a speed skier. So she does all the real fast ones. Um, she's down the hill, like the Super G and the, I mean, things that I would literally well, kill myself doing i'm glad she's won all these world cups because god bless her she did not do well at the olympics she didn't and she's won i think she and simone both you know the mental health issues that come along with being a superior specimen of an athlete <laughs> are real yeah. and you know she really did not do well but she's thrived everywhere else yeah um, but my favorite thing that I saw from this 95th World Cup is they gave her, have you ever seen Toddlers and Tierras or a picture from Toddlers and Tierras? No, you I have You know not. that they put on those little bitty children like four foot crowns. They gave her like a four foot tiara to wear around the World Cup because it was her 95th and it was just the cutest little thing. So Good for her. I'm real glad that Michaela, um, has had some time i think too this last olympics her father had just passed away yeah so yeah i think you know just overall which again goes back to mental health is so very important um which my mental health was improved by the meme going around i'm sure you saw it uh the uh so the packers green bay packers played the 49ers uh last weekend and a big old offensive lineman pushed Simone Biles' husband. Yes. <laughs> and he fell down. <laughs> and there was a meme going around saying whatever the offensive lineman's name was. Everybody was like, he just did to Simone Biles' husband what we all wanted to do. <laughs> yes. Amen and amen. That did make me giggle. Also, I did see yesterday Michael Phelps had baby number four. So I good for him. Four boys. Four boys. At that point, well, I'm sure his wife, who is beautiful, is like the queen of that house. I hope. Otherwise, she's just living in total chaos all the time with boys <laughs> everywhere. 
lousy. I know, right? So those are your Olympic things to just be able to look out, catch them when you can if you don't have anything else to watch or if you need something um, to look at. I'm really excited about the figure skating. And I'm really excited about those um, NFL games this weekend too. So that'll be something fun to watch as well. Yeah, it will be. Um, so it's my week to do food and I have two things. The first is something um, we've talked a lot about Birch and I almost asked her to be a surprise guest, but I'm glad I didn't because my Zoom is just acting a fool today. <laughs> um, but she, when we were talking about recipes from the holidays, she emailed me her grandmother Susie's deviled crab. And you know, as a treat for myself before I went back to school and started eating healthy again, I made it. And y'all, when I tell you it is like making a giant crab cake and it's the best thing I've had in a very long time. Now it is a pound of crab meat and I did get the good stuff. So it is, it's definitely like a special occasion dish. However, it was so flipping good good and you know we on here we talk so much about how we use food especially to honor our grandmothers and um so i was i'm very happy to share this recipe with y'all and honor grandma susie <laughs> um the, you'll see that the um the uh directions are a little sparse and so when I asked Birch about it, she's like, well, you just kind of <laughs> do it and hope for the best. And I thought, well, that's exactly how, you know, Gogi would leave things out or whatever. So it was kind of that situation. So just, you know, read the directions and cook with your heart. <laughs> now, one when, when I was telling her how much I enjoyed it, she said, Jim the lovely Jim who pampered y'all all weekend. Y'all, this was life-changing. She said what he'll do is put an egg on top of it and have it for breakfast. Okay, Jim, I see you. So I Jim did that. Good ideas. I did that and it was delicious. So um, there are good men in this world. Some of them push <laughs> some unbiased husband down and some of them tell you to put an egg on top of your crab cake. Um, and so it was delicious. What I also made for that was a remoulade sauce. Um, I make remoulade sauce with my heart and um, whatever's in my pantry. Um, and so I listed the ingredients that went in this time. So mayonnaise, Dijon mustard, ketchup. I'll just measure however much you need and whatever you like for it i had relish and i didn't have any capers that were open so i used pickle relish in mine this time you can use capers you can use neither so whatever your heart desires and i love a sauce so it's delicious so i did the double crab with the remoulade sauce on it and an egg for breakfast golly pete it was good sounds good it was it was it's definitely going in my holiday rotation uh, for christmas next year good the other thing I did, because Mandy talked last week about, you know, it is that time of year where teachers have to go a long time without um, a paycheck. <laughs> so I thought I would do one that I found very easy 
Trader Joe's is a lot more affordable than one would think. And so I was able to get the stuff um, and just make a sheet pan dinner, which was also very easy. And I've been eating on it all week and it has been delicious. So they have pesto marinated chicken breasts and I put those down on the um, cookie sheet. And then I got a package of their little tomatoes and spread those over the top. And then I got the burrata, which I already had, and I shredded that up and put that all over the top. And then I drizzled it with balsamic glaze, which I also had in my refrigerator. And then I just cooked it for 25 minutes at 425. And let me tell you, it has been delicious. Sounds delicious. Yeah. So, um... Anyway, I'll finish up the last batch of it tonight. And, and I love a good sheet pan dinner. Yes. And it was just so easy. You just throw everything on there. And as I think you said this a couple weeks ago or last week, when you, you just fold up the aluminum bowl and throw it in the trash and that's it. Right. So, so done. Done. So Loved it. Love that. I did, before you do your favorites, ma'am, I did want to ask, because I saw you posted this, what you thought of my favorite last week, T-Pain. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Is it not the most surprising? Like, he started singing Journey, and I was like, what the hell is this? I will say, yes, he was, it, it was very good. It was very surprising. It was also very auto-tuned. <laughs> yeah. But that's fine. He, he the ones that I like the best are American Woman mm -hmm. and War Pigs. Those are my two. Favorites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, it was great. It was it was delightful. Yeah, I know, right? It's so different and so yeah, funny. it was delightful. Yeah, yeah. That was before I had rolled down the windows and turned on the Jason Isbell. I had to check out T Pain. No, right? Loved it and and regale y'all with my listening. <laughs> oh and that's the other thing so i did want mandy is real good she's an expert i need a lesson on um how to do a reel on the instagram because i thought i was doing one and i was really just doing a post with a 30 <laughs> second video that's why there were two parts to how to do your bracelet i but hope that did. was I, helpful i appreciated the follow-up here is where my confusion was was lying laying lay lie laying where's my mom when i need her um i was picturing a bracelet with a like class a hook yeah yeah no no no. this is it's, and i could not figure out how that bobby yeah. pin was gonna help you with that class yeah, that would not <laughs> that needs an extra person unfortunately but no okay i appreciated the follow-up it yeah. helped me understand immensely and I love my knee bracelet. So that's a great little site um, to go on. They've got pretty things. Well, good. Good, good. Um, well, speaking of favorites, um, given all my back and forth and here and yawn uh, in the month of January, I had to give a shout out to my Calpac Duffel. Um, the brand is Calpac, C-A-L-P-A-K. Okay. Um, they have all kinds of luggage, but I specifically got a duffel bag from them. It's probably been, it was pre-COVID, I think. Um, and it is just a little workhorse of a duffel bag. Um, and it's not really a duffel. I mean, I use it as my carry-on, 
I, you could probably, I mean, if you weren't a almost 50 year old woman who has to bring all her things with her now, um, back in the day, I probably could have used it as a duffel bag, like for a weekend. Um, and I can pack like for a night in it. Um, but I have found that I have so many more toiletries these days. Right. Um, I'm currently looking for it to link. So I will have that linked in the favorites. Um, but it's just, it's got, you know, it's got a little shoe compartment under the end. It fits over your roller suitcase um, really handily. Uh, when I walked in, Birch said that their son, uh, James, had gotten one for Christmas and loved it. My sister has gotten one since I got one. It's just a great little bag just a great little bag it, even if it's packed to the gills it will fit under your seat on an airplane um so just highly recommend the cow pack duffel i've also heard a lot of people who really swear by their um their toiletry bag although i don't have that but um i'm in the i'm in the market for a new roller roller carry-on and i'm thinking i'm gonna probably gonna go cow pack for that but yeah, they just, have some pretty colors. Mm -hmm, yeah, they do have some fun colors. I just have a gray, but it's um, it's just I highly recommend. It's a good bag. Um, the next thing, so Birch and I were talking about Substack uh, this weekend. She and I were big fans of Google Reader back in the day. Did you ever participate in the yes. Google Reader? Yes, you said? Yes. So we lament the fact that we lost our like it was a sad sad day when we lost google reader um for those of you that aren't familiar with google reader it back in the day when influences influencers were called bloggers <laughs> if you're old enough if you're old enough to remember those are we days not, are, does that make us old now i think so katie i think Thanks. so um but back in the day if you had your favorite blogs you know, when they first, when people first started blogging, you would just have to go to their website every day to see if they had posted. Mm -hmm. And then eventually these things, I don't know, aggregator, I don't know what they are, um, were created that you could put the, you could copy their web address into your Google reader. And then you could just open your Google reader every morning and see mm -hmm. who had posted and just right. read all of your, your favorites. Um, and for some reason they got rid of that and then blogs died. Um, and here we are now with the influencers, but I got on the, so a lot of, like, if you go to Substack and you, we've talked about several different ones we like, if you go, you know, when you go on there, it, it asks you to subscribe and then you'll get an email every time they post something. But I actually went and downloaded the app. And scrolling through the Substack app took me back to Google Reader days. Yeah. I like the app. Because a lot of times I, like if I get any, I hate, I cannot stand to have an an unread notification on my phone. Oh. It's, it's awful. Same. I'm OCD. So I have to open the email, but then I'll forget to go back and read it. Um, and so if you go in the app, then you can just kind of, when you've got a minute or you're wanting to scroll and read something, then you can just scroll through and see all the ones you've subscribed to and read it then. Right. So that's, it just, it's like the app is sort of the way to use Substack, I think. 
Um, it does not solve the conundrum that Birch and I were talking about, about all this paid content. Correct. Um, but, you know, I told her so far I've, I've held tough and I haven't paid for anybody's content yet. So I have um, one that I pay for called Letters of Note because it's yeah, great for it sermon those. starters for me. Yeah. Um, poetic Outlaws, you can see most of the poetry they post, um, but yeah. there are a few here and there that they won't put. So I think there are a lot too, um, to your point, where you can see a lot of the content, but just not all of the content. Yeah, um, like our girl Caro Chambers, she'll like walk basically walk you through the recipe that she's posting um, and just stop short of giving you the recipe. So, you know, if you're familiar enough with cooking, you can, I mean, it'll just give you an idea, even if you don't get the exact recipe. Sure. Sure. Um, we were, we were lamenting the fact that our girl Whirl, who we used to read on our girl, on our Google reader, like we yeah. go way back with our girl Whirl. She started <laughs> putting a lot of stuff behind, um, oh, behind yeah. the paywall. Um, but we'll see. And I will say, I heard, I think, it, I think, uh, Elizabeth Gilbert was on Glennon Doyle's podcast and she, um, was talking about her new Substack, and she was saying that she purposefully put the, like the community board and the place where you can comment. She had purposely put that, um, behind a paywall because it filtered out the trolls. Right. And so she wanted to have like a safe space for interaction and that's why she had done that so i mean i get that yeah i have a friend that has one and i subscribe because he's my friend he's a preacher and you know anyway we yeah. we try to support each other right and if, you know like i'm happy like i've thought about subscribing to Kara chambers just because um mm -hmm. you know I, I really like all her recipes and yeah i like her philosophy um you know right. I, i'm not opposed to people getting right. paid for their work um it's just hard on those of us who you know used to have google reader oh yeah <laughs> and well, can read everything for free and love all these people it's just hard sure. to pay you know for everybody's subscription it, so it is one it thing, is. He, one did thing he did say oh now i'm echoing oh lord one thing he did say <laughs> was that um part of the reason that people ask you to pay is because substack owns your stuff when you put it there so substack and I is think, going to and be I, profiting off of them so the only way for them to get there's no like ads or creator right. content fund the only way for them to get paid because substack owns their content is if you subscribe yeah yeah and liz liz said too i think it sounded like at least for her the way she set up her page she was saying she set the subscription at the minimum amount it could be, um, but that Substack had required some sort of subscription amount had required her right. to do that. Um, so, I mean, I get all that. I just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was mainly the, that, that sort of getting on the app was a bit of a revelation to me because it took me back to my Google reader days yeah. of <laughs> being able to just pull up whatever I wanted when I, you know, when I wanted instead of when I get the email. I, I really do like the app versus online. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and then the last thing I was going to talk about is 
it's a new podcast. It's not a new podcast, but it's a new season of a podcast. It's called Proof. Is um, it true crime? It is. If you well, it's yeah, but it's not like a. It's going back and investigating an old case. Okay. Um, so it's not and, the America's Test Kitchen or Live Better for Longer. Exactly. Yes, it is, it is true crime. True crime. Okay. Yes. Okay. So um, I'm going to put the full um, title on here so y'all will be able to find it. Um, it's the first, and if you haven't listened to the first season, I highly recommend you go back and listen. Mm-hmm. Um, it is about a case in Rome, Georgia. Oh. Um, and it, it has a great payoff um at the end so definitely listen to season one that's really why i'm recommending it because season two has just started i think it's been two episodes um but you should really go back and listen to season one it's just it's great and it'll it's a it's a great payoff and it's just one a, a feel-good story all the way around um so i'm doing that now so i will have something to listen to in the car yes it's very very good very good and it, you know, it spanned, spanned probably over a year. So there should be, um, should be a lot of episodes. I can't remember how many there are, uh, cause I binged it, but, um, it's a good one. So yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what's in store for you this week? Um, so this week, um, I've got one more class tomorrow and then, um, I'm done, but like, I, you know, I, I, I'll be reading about Jesus a lot <laughs> over the weekend. And then I'm going to try to watch some of that figure skating. I'm really excited about that. And, um, of course the games for the week before the Super Bowl. So I'm excited about that. We've got two games on Sunday. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, so yeah, that's just it. That's going to be my life for, um, you know, the next few months is reading about Jesus and occasionally getting to watch some sports. Listen, I'm, I'm envious of getting into a routine. Oh yeah, that's been great. I got my calendar all set up one day. I mean, I'm <laughs> such a nerd, Bill nerdleton but i did it and i feel so much better about life one thing i did want to say before i forget before i forget mandy is that next week our sweet adorable it guru that gets us on all of the platforms is moving because you know he's getting married we said that a couple several weeks ago when he got engaged he is moving. He and his new little bride, um, or fiance, I guess at this point, have bought a house and he's moving. So he said, you know, I'm going to get him the the thing next week as quickly as possible. But he said, you know, I don't know what, what um, state my computer will be in. He said, but I know that all your listeners. <laughs> our so tens, we'll let them know. Our, our tens of listeners. Well, I think he was mainly laughing at my other podcast, which is Ones and Ones. <laughs> and so um, uh, I said, you know, we will let them know that if it's a day late, it's not going to be a big deal. We don't. We're real laid back about this. So um, we're just really happy for JT. He is so kind, always answers my questions. 
um, always fixes any issues that I create. <laughs> and we're just thrilled for him getting a little house and getting married and starting a little family. So we're just that's awesome. We're so See if you can fix your camera. Uh, well, that you that's the next call. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Mandy? What are you doing this week? Uh, well, I was supposed to be picking up a new pup tomorrow. Um, but little Freddie sliced his foot open yesterday. Oh, no. That has been tabled just because my speaking of elevators, um, my elevator's getting replaced. Um, oh, nice. so we're gonna be elevator less for about a month at least. And so we were just afraid it'd be hard for that foot to heal if he was having to go up and down stairs all the time. Yeah. Um, so put that on hold. I'm actually um our friend of the pod, um, Lee, her mom passed away on Monday. Um, and so I'll be headed to Moultrie on Saturday. We're going to have her service on Sunday. Are you um, singing in this service? Yes, I will be singing. I'll be singing one, uh, one thing I'll sing by myself. And then we're also going to, because we are from Moultrie, um, we're going to have a group. <laughs> it started as, uh, thinking it would be like an octet, okay. um, but it's hard to narrow that down in Moultrie because <laughs> everybody in Moultrie sings. Yeah. Um, so I'm not even sure. And the more the merrier. Um, some folks to sing. I imagine it'll be the benediction. The Lord bless you and keep you. Um, so no, no T-Pain. No T-Pain, no. Okay. Karen Willis would come up out of that coffin and thump our ears if we did something like that um so yeah so that'll be nice and um you know nice to see old friends and celebrate miss willis and i'm sure to get to see lots of good moultrie folks while i'm there um so yeah so that's what's sort of on my horizon and then after that i don't have anything planned knock on all the wood knock um, it on We'll see. We'll see how that lasts. I'm going to be keeping our friend Gracie. Susie's going out of town next week. So, oh, well, maybe she'll do a backflip off the bed for us Listen, again. You never know with Gracie. You never know what maybe might she'll be, be inspired by Michaela Schifrin or Simone <laughs> Biles. I will tell you, she's going to have to learn to use the stairs. A thing that you don't think about a lot of times when you're a dog owner, um, is stairs and so like if you live in a house that doesn't have stairs they don't know how to do it they don't know how to do stairs i never thought about it my my third foster was dash who was when he got to a healthy weight was 100 pounds um and we went to nashville for christmas and he went right up the stairs with me to go to bed and the next morning when we went down the stairs, y'all, that dog, that hundred pound dog fell from the top of the stairs to the bottom of the stairs. That boy had never been on stairs before. Bless it. And it had never crossed my mind. And so I've run into that with several of my fosters. Like some of them have just not been exposed to stairs. Hmm. Um, so, and the same with Gracie. Gracie, you know, Susie has a one story house and Gracie just hasn't ever <laughs> been exposed to stairs. So I had her, um, it wasn't during the tornado, although she was over here post-tornado when we had to take the stairs. 
Um, luckily, you can just pick Gracie up. Um, but I had her over here one point and was going to take her with me on the stairs. And she, I just went down the stairs and I turned around. She was looking Gracie at me. was like hunkered down, like I am not moving. I don't so, know what, what to do with it's happening. Get this new <laughs> out of my face. Oh. Yeah. So Gracie and I are gonna have to learn to we'll have to teach her how to use the stairs because we're gonna be elevatorless. But anyway, so yeah, that'll be fun. But I love that. I love that. Yeah. Handler's just... actually replacing their elevators as well this summer. Um it's just you never know and if you've got it look if you've got a class on the fourth floor I, i'm i'm in a state well i'm i'm on the third and i'm gonna be elevatorless for at least a month so listen my butt's gonna be looking good by the it, time it is you should call that <laughs> fireman back <laughs> wow <laughs> all right my friend well i'm sorry my camera wasn't working i will get that i've got to get that fixed for classes but um i am glad i got to see your sweet face and <laughs> <laughs> um i'm glad i got to entertain you with my still shots from my my zoom calls <laughs> or just your name or just my name either way um yeah. Well, friends, Brooke, you know, I hope you're staying warm up there in all the snow. I saw, okay, I wasn't going to put this out there, but I don't think she listened, so I'm going to call her out anyway. I saw no. the cutest picture of her husband with their youngest, and her wreath and garland was still up on her house from Christmas. <laughs> Brooke, it's time. It's time. Epiphany has passed. The wise men have come and gone back another mm. way, avoiding Herod. So it is time to take the garland off to your front door, ma'am. I love you, but let's let's do that. You know, Myra Jane would be fussing at her. I mean, I'm kind of fussing at her. <laughs> come on, Brooke. I mean, look, she does have three beautiful children and a husband and a house and a job and all the things she's got all the things but you know it's time to take the wreath down babe there you go we love you and we love you too birch and look don't let jim get the big head but tell him we we do kind of like him depends on the day yeah as long as he hadn't lost his telephone for the 14th time. <laughs> or oh this is this is classic this is classic jim barger let me tell you they this is not the first time this has happened they were at a, they went to a hunting lodge, um, week before last. It's like the day of the tornado. They were mm -hmm. driving to South Carolina and it's a lodge where Jim worked at one point. Anyway, they got home and, <laughs> and Birch is just like, she's just so good to roll with this stuff. She's like, you know, we smell our main closet. Like there was, it started smelling and we just assumed, you know, a critter had died in there somewhere. And then Jim remembered that he had put a quail in his pocket. I was pocket. about to say, I know what it is. <laughs> Jim, empty your pockets, buddy. Oh, and as I said, it's not the first time he's done something like that, nor will it be the last. Nope. That's why we love you, Jim. Lord, hey. All right, y'all. Well, everybody have a great week. And we'll see you next week. And that was our, y'all, that's 25 episodes. Lousy. 25. I know, right? All right. Have a good one. Go find Bye, your people. <laughs>